Turn it on. I don't know. I, I don't know if you want this kind of recording, but might as well record it while she's got a battery to do it. And I'm going to kick back here for a moment and uh, give you a little story about um, a lady that came out here to interview me. You know, Lou came down here to record the waterfront. Who turned that up? That's good music. She's down here in a very secret place. We don't like giving up our issues down here. She's been investigating how the world works down here. Well, it, the world works down here like any other world. It's, um, it's uh, everybody's got their own personal problems that go on and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. But um, I think I could make it look actually beautiful to you. That's John Ostoyich, but everyone calls him Johnny O. And I have no idea how in the heck she ran into me, but she did. And I never thought I'd end up spending days and days recording him. But I did. Do you remember the first time we met? You took your fist and you pounded your upper abs and you said... 67, baby, I'm still tight. Back may be gone, but my belly's still tough. Can't get hard on anymore. Liar. <laughs> I wanted to do these stories about the waterfront and how it used to be and how it is now, right? And everyone kept saying, like, oh, you should talk to Johnny O, you should talk to Johnny O, you should talk to the old sea dog. You know, one guy called him the sea dog. He looks like he's been on the water his whole life. He's lean and he's tan, and he has these deep wrinkles. It, he was like this mythic guy from the waterfront. I was there because I kept hearing that in the years to come, all the work on the docks would be done by machine. And... It got me wondering, you know, what kind of longshore job could never be automated? And so I asked Johnny O. What is the most old-timey job left? Linesman. A line is a rope that secures the ship to the dock. And a linesman is a guy or a girl who uses that line to tie up the ships. Linesman, we are the antiques. And that's the job that's supposed to go to the old timers, you know, because it's not that hard to do. Really simple job. We tie them up and we let them go. We're the beginning and the end. We're the antiques. Johnny O works at the Lines Bureau. The Lines Bureau is the company that's responsible for tying up and untying all the ships in L.A. and Long Beach Harbor. Johnny O is their dispatcher. I'm not just a dispatcher. Here we go. Ship's coming in. Good morning, Linesboro John. I'm, I'm like the quarterback of the team, the football team, so to speak. I've got a whole bunch of guys out there that I call them up in order to go out and handle this work of tying up and untying ships. Linesboro John, good morning. Yeah, Dave. Today it's not that easy anymore. Negatory. You know, the ships are bigger, the lines are bigger, they all come in at the same time. Yeah, 207, that's this afternoon, huh? 1700, 5 o'clock? Most of the antiques are gone. I mean, they've gotten old retired, or died. I've had some of them die on my shift. One, three, two, five. I got it for you, bro. I, I thanks. Linesmen don't go to work from eight to five. They go to work on 72-hour shifts where they're on 24-7, but they only go to work when they're called to go to work. 
And the way it works for him is that he works seven days in a row, and then he gets seven days off. And so the day I was there, I caught Johnny O on his last day in the office before he had a week of freedom. He told me that if I really want to speak to him, I have to come to the boy's house. And I'm kind of thinking, is it this, like, flop house for, like, wayward fishermen and longshoremen, like, all living in one house? But I get there, and it's 7.30, which was super late by his standards, and he wouldn't let me record. He, he didn't really know if he trusted me. He kind of wanted to sniff me out a little bit. His way of doing that was pouring each of us, like, these huge tumblers full of bourbon and a second bourbon at 7.30 in the morning. And then, finally... Are you recording? He lets me record. Okay, recording. One, two, three, four, ten, nine. Now the numbers are moving. And it's red. Okay, okay, you are on. We're live. There. Okay, this is Johnny O speaking right now. I'm, uh, I actually took over her microphone here just to take the floor for a second. Uh, that, by the way, that little... Hey, that little listen, listen. Bug bug? Hey, bug. You know, bug bug? What'd you say? I have a parrot on my shoulder. The parrot is adorable. It's this little teeny conure parrot, and it has green tail feathers and a yellow body nuzzling her head into the crook of his neck like she's hugging him, except she is so annoyed that I'm there. Oh, your bird doesn't like you That bird hated me. I know. Everything's okay. You don't have to bother anybody. Give me a kiss. I know what you want. Here we go. Want some of this? Here we go. She likes eating raw tobacco. Tobacco and coffee. Is she going to get jumpy now? Everybody blames me, the bird, to be so darn crazy, and it's all my fault because I get the bird high on tobacco. But if I'm having a drink, the bird will take a little sip. (laughs) We have the bird, and she's the kraken. All right. Before the cracking gets released, there has to be some kind of like this. When I'm home, all the bird wants to do is listen to music and be on my shoulder and, and be with me. And when the music goes on, he gets up, the bird's on his shoulder... And he is just spinning around and dancing around, and he's got these, like, old wooden spoons and using them as drumsticks, like tapping on the counter. Oh, my God, oh, my God. I'm sorry I snorted. I do that when I laugh. We're laughing at each other because the scene is so wonderful. It's unbelievable. At 8.37 in the morning, and the sun is shining through my window, and I have a wonderful lady recording this. I hope this never gets on the air for crying out loud. And then on his shoulder is this little parrot, and she's dancing along with him. This is real, people. (laughs) I am a pirate. (laughs) A pirate and his bird. And I am a pirate. It's just a word, but it's a feeling. I'm a pirate because I can do anything I want to do, wherever I want to do it, when I want to do it. Why? Because I created that world for me like that. I'm not a millionaire, but I am in control of my life. So when did you first start thinking of yourself as a pirate? 
probably all my life. I've always wanted to be like this. Hell, my house is a boy's house. I don't dust. That's a woman's job. I don't do that. I mean, the place can go to hell. But my boat's okay. It runs good. I can disappear. What? Don't get mad. Go home. Go home. I'm going to put the Kraken in jail. Joey, you can come in the house now. That's my son. He's 24. He's running around over here. I just got him home last night, and he's a really cool dude. And Yeah. Um, he's uh, almost died three times in my life, and um, he's a disabled kid, a very special kid. And Joe, here he is. He's walking in the back door. All of a sudden, he emerges, and he's this younger version of Johnny O, except he has blue eyes. But he's tall and thin and has dark hair. Jojo. Looks just like his dad, really. Bird's in prison. You're safe. Come on in. What are you doing? Whatever he does, it's okay with me because he hasn't been home in four weeks. And I love having my son back home. He's been with his mother. And you can record this. I don't, I mean, this is my life. Joey has no idea who I am and why I'm there. But Joey does not like my microphone. And so he's standing right next to us, and he's just watching and and smiling. That's my bud right there. The Admiral. Give me a hug. This is the Admiral. Ow. My back. Uh, Once we had Joey and uh, did all the tests and everything, Doc said... uh, a good idea would be to not have no more babies. This is after chromosome chests and everything. So I went out and did what I said I'd never do, and I, I had a vasectomy done, so I got clipped. And when I walked out of there, though, I was still kind of numb because they just give you a local on that. They don't put you out. And I took one of my 357 bullets, and I put it in my teeth when I walked out of the, out in the room, and I said, yeah, I bit the bullet. <laughs> That's... God, that's no bullshit. I'm the best bullshitter, but that's the truth. That's the truth. But anyway, no more kids after that. Take a damn boat. A woman's going for a boat ride. You want to go too? Yeah. Good, yeah. So we all got in the car and, you know, we drove just a few blocks. <laughs> I'm, I'm chuckled right now. I really... I, 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 I'm, I'm just chuckling right now. I can't stop fucking laughing. <laughs> oh, my God. Joey, I feel good today, man. I haven't felt like this for a while. <laughs> I broke out of my turtle ship, man. I was hung in there for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> a few weeks? What's happening? <laughs> Just taxes, insurance, life. Yeah. The bills. I'm broke. You know? Americans are struggling right now. I mean, I'm, I have a good salary. I make money. But, uh, Jesus, it's hard. <laughs> I'm 60 fucking seven years old, and last year I had to cash in one of my retirements just to catch up with things so that if something should happen to happen to me, that uh, my, my kids will be okay, especially this guy right here. You can put that in however you want in a, in a goddamn story, but I'm not going to explain that, but you know what's up. Especially this guy right here. That's my bud. That's the Admiral. And so we arrive and we park the car and, and we walk out to the slip where Johnny O keeps his boat. Here's the old rescue me, my boat, my little 
1959 Drake. Look at it. I love her. And Joey got right on board and just started to do all the little things to get the boat ready to go out. The Admiral's aboard. He knows what's up. He's over here fixing the boat up right now so that we can go for a ride. Right, Joe? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's my boy. Seven hundred horsepower. What does that mean? Power. We're leaving the harbor right now from uh, Cabrillo Marina, and I'm backing the boat out. Lines aren't on the dock. We're going out on Mother Mistress. I already feel different. I mean, we weren't even out of the marina, and he all of a sudden was chill. You see the change? He would just like rest his gaze on the ocean. I'm on the ocean. There's nothing wrong anymore. See if we can uh, find some whales. It is not long before there's this like school of dolphins, and they're just like playing with the boat. And Joey is loving it. You know, he goes to sit on the front deck. And he's leaning over, like talking to the dolphins. You know, when the lines come off the dock and the boat gets on the water, everything that's been bad in your life goes away. Everything. Everything. You learn how to not be an angry person anymore. You have a place of peace. You're on the ocean. She is my mistress. On these seven days that Johnny O has off, he spends a lot of his time just kind of cruising around. Welcome to the California desert. Ready? Turn that music up. Listen. And he said, oh, you know, I really I want to go to Palm Springs on my day off. So I come back the next morning and, you know, go to Palm Springs. A good four-hour drive. This is what I do on my time off. Listen to words. We get out of the car, and you know, Johnny O seems a little unsteady on his feet. He definitely, he doesn't seem like himself. Jeez, it's cold in here. And I notice his hands are shaking a little. Been freezing at night. <laughs> I need a drink. Anything. Purple bag. Something for. I need something for the body. This, that was for the brain, the alcohol. And this is diet Snapple to mix it with. The shakes I got. Have a seat. Well, we're not going to stay here that long. Instead of taking pills for my pain, I don't like taking them. And I, I didn't walk a year ago with, with my back being worn out. But uh, I can function better on a couple of drinks of alcohol, not getting drunk. 
you know, I work 60, 80 hours a week. Work is work, play is play. When you got to work, you can work. When you're off, you can get drunk. Smoke a joint, too. Fuck it. Your shakes are starting to go away. My hypoglycemia is going away. I got to get drunk to get rid of hypoglycemia. I just soaked my goddamn new phone. It got christened. Listen to it. Listen. Later that night, we drive through the desert and we play practically every Roy Orbison song ever written. Even I do. I can't do it no more. Always be crying over you. Cry. I love you, Dina. Dina's Johnny O's wife, Joey's mom. Till the day I die, girl. You know, they're still married, but they haven't been together for a really long time. He's singing to me, and he takes my hand, and he puts it on his chest. Producer, put that one in your book. And you know, by the end of the song, we're both crying. I gotcha. You want to know a story of my life? The stuff he sings about? I've been through that. You know what I mean? That song we just listened to got to me. I am crying. It's real stuff. I might be a pirate. But I am a big baby, too. You got me, girl. You got me to talk. You got my heart. Shut that up. And so the next day we went back to his house, and and then that's when I met his other son. This is Mr. Uh, Johnny O again, Pirate of San Pedro. Uh, We happen to be um, in my kitchen right now, and... My kids are in here enjoying themselves. Very wonderful guys. They're just like dad, like the pirates of the waterfront. But uh, this is my son, John Stoich Jr. And uh, he's a wonderful, handsome young man. All the women love him. Say hello, John. Hi there, how you doing? My dad's kind of getting me into something that I don't even know what's going on here. So just kind of approaching me with the microphone. That's, a pretty, pretty that's about it. That's pretty good. He did a good job. Okay, I'll excuse you for See, the moment. Well, then he we're, lives life like he's on then, stage then, anyways. Then, then, so then, give then, the man a microphone. We caught him on tape. He so. interrupted our drinking <laughs> session. Yeah, we were about to have a shot. You know, John Jr. had just finished work, and it's a Friday night. That is true. Well, well, cheers. Yeah. So, you know, he's hanging Salute. out with his friend. He's in party mode. I'm talking about. They're getting drunk. Joey, turn that up. Where's the clicker? Joey's not. Turn that up. Joey, turn it on. We're going to turn the radio on now and see what's going on. And then... So, you know, Joey's fiddling around trying to find a song that he likes. And, and Johnny O pulls this, like, dusty photograph what? of he and his wife off of his desk. My wife and I. And they both look so young. At Magic Mountain. She looks really happy. He looks really proud and, and really content. That was at Magic Mountain before we actually really separated. So it's been 20 years ago. 
She's a wonderful woman, you know. She's a really wonderful woman. She's the mother of my kids. And I still love her. I'm not in love with her, but I love her. Did you hear what Joey said? He said, yes, you are, Dad. Give me a hug, Joe. I love you, kiddo. I love you, you know, I you you. <laughs> That's our word for love, I you you. Yeah, she's a hell of a woman. She's tough. All of this kind of gets Joey thinking about his mom. And so he tells Johnny O. I need to go see my mom. I need to go see my mom. You miss mom too. Yeah? No, I don't. You do. You do. He did. You know, that's why you guys are dangerous. Johnny, I was talking about women and love. Definitely dangerous. You're dangerous because we love sex and sex becomes babies and having a baby is a job. Having kids is a job. And I'm in the business of trying to handle that right now. Almost too much for me to handle. You know, he's got all these financial worries. He's taking care of Joey. He's stressed out because at that point, I think his brother was also staying with him. And then there was a family member who went to rehab. Hell, I need to go to recovery. I need somebody to take care of my brain. I can't do that until everybody else's brains are taken care of. But I think I'm going to fix the world. Huh. I'll tell you what, as soon as all of those other people that are there in my life get settled down, guess who's going to check in? I'll put that on tape. I need to get away from the fucking alcohol I drink. But I got to wait till um, everybody else is okay. And then John Jr. walks in. Hell, you have to answer to this one on tape. Tell me, do I stay responsible? Your floor. Record it. Um, it's tough. It's tough, tough, but for being, you know, for being, having a functional alcoholic father, you know, we do good. I guess we're all right. We're, we're a good old dysfunctional American family. What else more could you want? (laughs) So, but you think the booze is not a bad problem? I never said that. Let me answer that. I never said that. I never said that. That's that that takes that's a problem on a different scale. Please throw that in. Please throw that in, John. Because yeah, because that's an escape, you know. Does it hurt you? Yes, it does. Of course. It hurts everybody. How is it not hard to see you? You know when he's you know when he comes he can barely yeah, handle himself and you everybody. can't hardly talk to him and then you know it's 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 hard sometimes. And I think it's hard for him to realize that, too, sometimes, too. Because he doesn't want to, you know, fess up to it. So it's just, it's rough. It's, it's, you know, it's... You know how to live with it, right? Yeah, it's the truth. <clears throat> it's, it's the reality. That's what exactly what it is. It's the truth. The truth, you know, it's the, the best way to go. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I look for two down. I only have one responsibility right now, and that's to make sure my kids are going to be okay when I'm not here anymore. I have a few bucket list things, but they're, they're not so important anymore. I've been there and done it. I've traveled, been a bad boy, been a good boy too. <laughs> and I'm actually going to make another birthday I never thought I'd make. Fucking crazy. Crazy. You record all that? You gotta be kidding me. That's all I'm gonna say. Now, shut that some bitch off. Johnny O and I talked really late into the night. We just kind of sat in his bed and you know, we were both leaning up against the headboard. And then Johnny O fell asleep. And so I crawled out of bed and slept on the sofa. <laughs> and then next morning... Oh, shit, it's 9.30 already? Little hair of the dog, baby, little hair of the dog. Lou's shaking her head. She, don't, she doesn't freaking believe it. <laughs> it exhausts me just to look at that. It does? Yeah, you know, it looks so tiring. It is. I'm hungover, sitting on a couch, talking into a microphone. The sun is up. The dog is stepping all over me. The bird's back on my shoulder. <laughs> Hear that? Buck, buck, buck. Um, and we're going to try to figure out what the hell's going to go on for the rest of the day here. I don't know. I'm supposed to do laundry, clean the kitchen. Right now, none of that's going to happen, but that's what's supposed to happen. Maybe go sit on the boat. Check it out. Look at the I'm, The visual right now is looking out my front door with uh, the sun rising, a little bit of clouds. Look at, the, look at that outside. Look out that door. That ocean is flat like a lake out there right now. It's calm, relaxed. I could go start that boat up and go back out to sea again, even if it's just five minutes. It is going to happen no matter what. I got to go out there and cruise the coast and see the island and look at the ocean. And, and everything that is bad in your mind will disappear. Not a damn worry in the world the way it is right now. Shut that off for a minute. You're getting good stuff from me right now. I ought to be the person producing the show. 